Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 343. And this week's show is a little bit different than the typical Perpetual Traffic episode. It'd be very interesting to see how you all like this. But I mean, we have found that in running a business online as a virtual company that some internal conversations that we have with team members oftentimes are not necessarily the things that people are looking for to help scale and grow their business. But once they're actually in the throes of scaling and growing that business, they're the exact types of things that people really want to know about. So today's show, like I said, is a bit of a departure from our normal perpetual traffic episode where we're talking traffic and conversion, but we thought it'd be cool to show you some of our internal conversations we have at Tier 11 as what we refer to as an internal podcast. This is something that we actually do through one of our art directors, Daniel Green, who also heads up our marketing inside Tier 11. And like I said, this is a little outside of the scope of the normal shows we do every week, but as a business owner, a CMO, an agency owner, or even just an advertising ninja, growing your company is far more than just more traffic. It's all about internal processes and hiring the best people to do different types of jobs within your organization. And in this case, today's show is all about sort of this rare breed of person. And I think you as a perpetual traffic listener will find it super interesting because most of us listening to this show are probably more on the creative side of the equation. Or maybe you're a visionary. Maybe you're more of a the 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 vision person for your business or you're a delegator, you're a CMO or you're an agency owner. But getting into the mind of an actual project manager which Daniel Green will be interviewing here today. Our awesome director of production, Alicia Katz. I think this is going to be an invaluable episode for you to understand exactly the type of individual that can really make things happen within your organization because they're the ones who create order from chaos. And Alicia has certainly done that here inside Tier 11. And Daniel leads that conversation here today. So it's a little bit of opening up the kimono here on things that are going alongside inside Tier 11. Don't think of it as a Tier 11 specific show here. Think about how you can apply this to your business, regardless of your size. Whether you're running a thousand person organization or a 20 person marketing department, or it's just you and a VA in your basement, which is the way that I started out, still in the basement, by the way. I think the lessons that you learn here are insightful. So very interested in hearing your feedback at me over at Twitter, Ralph HB. Send me a direct message. Let me know how you think about today's episode. Like I said, this is a little bit out of the normal, but very interested in getting your feedback. Just uh, send that over to Ralph HB at Twitter. Direct message me. 
good or bad. If you like it or you think it sucks, let me know either way. But enjoy today's show. Daniel, take it away, buddy. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right. Thanks, Ralph. Hey, this is Daniel Green here with Tier 11. I am joined now by my good friend, Alicia. What is going on, Alicia? Hi. Thank you for inviting me on this podcast, Daniel. Things are good. I am in Toronto. It's a beautiful day. So what are what are some of the, the keys from your perspective? I mean, you're incredible in your role, so I know you've got some good nuggets here. Mm, thank you. Okay. So my biggest thing is I like scalable solutions. So I don't like doing things differently every single time because that is a lot of mental load. So any way that we can optimize things through communicating in a, in a um, consistent way, using a project management tool, knowing who is in charge of what. So who is in charge of approving this? Who is in charge of talking to the client? Who is in charge of asking for money or more time or whatever? So really understanding those lines of communication, who the stakeholders are and and what part of it they own. And then, yeah, just really working consistently within tools that we have. Like we use Asana, Google Drive. So really just working in a consistent way. So that is a big thing because it kind of takes things out of your brain and lets you not think about it, but instead rely on technology and rely on systems. Mm -hmm. So that's one. The other one is, as I say, removing the noise. So that comes down to the correct lines of communication. So let's say you have a client and they are 
talking about what is my timeline? What is my budget? I don't like this. I do like this. I want to do more of this stuff like that. It just would create chaos if they were always talking to the graphic designer because the graphic designer is supposed to be designing. So kind of, yeah. So in a way, being a little bit of a creative bodyguard so, so that those creative people can really focus on what they're doing and what they're good at and just kind of taking care of all of that for them. And then another one is pushing back in a diplomatic way, in a really respectful way. But a project manager and a producer and anybody who's in any sort of resourcing role, you have to be able to say no without saying no. So it's always kind of more of a yes, but not right now. Or yes, but you need to decide between these two competing priorities. So in my career, many times I have um, been perceived as a bit of a roadblock, but at other times when I've been really good at doing that, it's more, I'm more of a partner that is just trying to help people solve these problems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense. I like the term bodyguard. It's also, you communicate with a creative person in a much different way than you do like an accounts person or a lawyer or it's a different way. It's, I, I try to be a little quieter. I try to share a little bit more edited information. Mm-hmm. And I try to be very, very respectful because being creative, whether you're editing a video or doing motion graphics or designing a logo or whatever, creativity is so giving feedback in a really respectful, collaborative way is very important to me. Yeah. Another thing is I always ask people what they like to do and what they hate to do. So I don't want any creative person on our team um, working on stuff they hate because it's likely that there's someone else on the team that really loves doing that. I once worked with a graphic designer who loved nothing more than to format really, really long documents. She loved it. She put on her head headphones and she would sit there for hours formatting and making these really, really long documents. Beautiful. But if I had given that to somebody who really loved doing like concepting or logo design or whatever, she would have been in hell. So that's a really important thing to me too, is, is finding out what people like to do and what they don't like to do and and moving things around accordingly. You and I were talking earlier about letting data drive a lot of feedback in in what Mm. we do here at Tier 11. Can you talk a little bit more, fill people in on the conversation we had? Yeah, it's a really interesting topic. So working in digital advertising is super cool as a creative person because the data and the conversion and how things perform really gives you your feedback Mm -hmm. versus you work for one of these, you know, very old, big madman-esque agencies and you can have really brutal peer review sessions a lot of the feedback is subjective it, it can be really harsh it can be it can be really hard to present your work and have someone say i hate it or just tear it apart versus in digital advertising and especially in facebook and instagram is you have this beautiful sandbox to play in where maybe you create something that isn't the team's favorite or the client's favorite and you can say okay Sure. I'll take that feedback. Let's create another version with your feedback, but why don't we just test this? Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of having this kind of very harsh, intense review, you can just kind of put it into the market and let the market decide and your investment is much lower. So 
if I were to <laughs> propose that we put a TV ad that people don't love in the market, that could cost people millions of dollars right. versus maybe we can test this, this GIF or, or this video and our investments is very low on Facebook and, and Instagram to just see um, if it may perform. And it's incredible how often we've been surprised that the things that we might not think are the most beautiful or the most funny actually outperform everything <laughs> after working for these agencies where they didn't necessarily want their ads to convert. I remember that some ads I worked on, the only goal was to have it submitted to award shows and win awards, like win a can lion or whatever yeah, the, yeah. the, the award was. And, and so sometimes like I once produced this radio ad that was so inappropriate, there was no way it wasn't going to get yanked from the air, but they did that on purpose and we produced it and we aired it one time in the middle of the night in a very small town. And so because it had been aired once, it was eligible to be entered in this award show. And then it was yanked. Like no one would ever hear of it again. It actually won. Uh, it won a very wow. small award called the Lotus Award in Vancouver. But yeah, but the thing is, is that those goals are so different than conversion, mm -hmm. digital, Facebook, social media advertising, because our, our goals here are so clear. Those goals, um, creative goals in, in the other world are very murky. They're very subjective and they're often very emotional. But ours are like, hey, we want to stay on brand. We want to follow the rules, but we really want our clients to have a conversion here. And so, yeah, it's really cool. And it's cool how it um, kind of spills out into creating this really supportive, experimental, creative environment on our team. All right, Alicia. Well, this has been fun. I really appreciate you hanging out with me for a little bit today. That was great. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, it's Kasim here, and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is, that's way too long for me to remember... I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. 
We've used them in the past and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. So that is this week's show. Let me know what you all think. We're very interested in getting your feedback from you, the Perpetual Traffic listener. Was it instructive? Was it helpful? Was it a total waste of your time? Hopefully it was the former rather than the latter, but message me directly over at Ralph HB at Twitter and look forward to continuing to do these supplemental shows here on Perpetual Traffic, how you can scale and grow your business outside of the realm of just traffic and conversion because there's a lot more to it. Hopefully you found this week's episode instructive and useful. Until next week, everyone, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.